Welcome. You're listening to The Aligned Self, conversations in creating a conscious and abundant life. This is Daniel DeNovi. I'll be your guide and host. Let's see just where we can take this. Hello, friend. Welcome. I'm so excited to have this conversation because as I'm sitting down to record this, I have to admit, I have no idea what I'm going to say. <laughs> this is coming from uh, an intuitive place. I'm kind of going off plan and having this conversation about being human and acknowledge some aspects of the experience of being human uh, in our day-to-day lives. You know, in this podcast, I talk a lot about being all you can be, of maximizing your potential, of being the best version of yourself that's possible to design your life and not live by default. And I understand that as the podcast host, as a teacher, as a peak performance coach, I work with clients where sometimes their life is in a mess. And as we proceed, I think it's important for you to know that there have been times when my life was in a mess. I'll probably talk about the different life lessons, you know, the top 10 lessons of my life in another podcast. Uh, But just suffice it to say that I've had moments of depression. I didn't call it depression, but I didn't want to get out of bed. In fact, I didn't get out of bed for two weeks one time. I had nights after coming home from my job uh, that was not aligned with, you know, being a coach and being a teacher And I knew that I was up for something greater. I would sometimes lay down on the bottom of the tub and just let the shower water run over me, kind of numb the sensation. And I would think to myself, I wish it didn't have the dreams. I wish it didn't have the vision that I had in my mind, the intuitive knowing, I guess, for the future, because my reality at the time just didn't match up. And it was frustrating. And then I've had moments where I was poorer than poor. And at times found myself in between living situations. That's what I called it. Uh, technically, I was homeless, but I never felt homeless. I've had relationships end suddenly, suddenly in my mind, but they were probably dead long before I took notice. And it seemed to hit me out of nowhere. So I've had my heart broken. And then again, through my own insecurities and fears, I broke some hearts too. There was the exploration of drugs and the addiction that followed and conquering that addiction. I've had times when I betrayed others, betrayed confidences, broken promises, and I've had promises broken with me. I've had disappointment and people in my life have died, have left the planet. And as a consequence, I went through that grief process on through to acceptance And then there were the times when my ego was so big, or rather so insecure, that I have stepped on some people's feelings along the way, knowingly doing it, yet not having the courage to stop myself. And then in those alone times, looking in the mirror afterwards, not particularly liking the person that was looking back at me, based on the way I was conducting myself at the time. So if there's a point to me sharing this... It's to point out that life is an imperfect journey. We're always seeking the path in a land where there is no path. There, There are no instructions for living the best life that you can. 
And as a consequence, our experience of being human is one that is largely trial and error. And then the message that I have to impart to you as a result of this disclosure, that no matter how messed up things feel at the moment, no matter how much doubt you currently have about tomorrow or your ability to move forward, as long as you're determined to be better, things will be better. One of the first books I ever read on personal development was As a Man Thinketh by James Allen. He wrote the book in 1896. (laughs) If you read it today, the language is uh, quite cumbersome. But it's a, a short read, and there are some real gems inside. One of the quotes that have stayed with me from the book is that circumstances do not build character. Circumstances reveal character. Now, some of you see a less than stellar response to adversity or problem or conflict, and you make this judgment about yourself that you're not good enough. And maybe that was true in that circumstance. You didn't measure up. You didn't come through. It could have been better. But this is where the opportunity for personal growth really exists. It's in our ability to reflect on our experience, exercise our reflexive consciousness. As far as I know, the only organisms on the planet are human beings that have this ability to look at their own thinking, self-reflect. And this is where real growth takes place. Because it doesn't matter how good you are. What's really important is how good do you want to be. And for me personally, throughout all the trials and tribulations, the missteps, the, the missing the target, there was always the underlying objective for me to be the best version of myself that I could be. I never reached a point where I wasn't willing to reach out and strive for a better tomorrow even though sometimes those bitter tomorrows were weeks and months of misery, only to reach a point of clarity and and resolve to, to change and be different from that point forward. And I just now remembered, uh, it was probably two years after I left my position at FedEx uh, as a manager, and I struck out on my own, and I had a complete crisis of confidence. Like, who was I to be in this position? Who was I to coach and teach other people? I was also at a point then of reflecting back over all my relationships and and how I had made less than elegant choices. And in this questioning, in this realization that I really didn't know what the hell I was talking about or thinking about, that I really didn't have a handle on the life that I wanted to create, I slipped into this deep inquiry. Who did I want to be? Who was I going to be for the world? Even though I had already been working as a coach, as a change agent for 13 years, I had an office on the side and I worked with people after hours and on weekends. So here I was untethered from the Fortune 100 company and I was standing all on my own. And then I had to redefine who I was. And I call this time of confusion going through the void because it's like I was neither here nor there. I was just in this inquiry, just kind of in limbo, where nothing made sense in what I thought or who I thought I was and what I thought I believed just wasn't working, just wasn't true. So I went through this process of redefining 
who I wanted to be for the world, redefining what I was going to stand for. I decided not to date anyone, not to engage anyone, and I lived largely by myself for that 10 months with my cat, my Yoshi, my my little cat. Now, I had my cable service disconnected because I didn't want the distraction. I still had a television and occasionally rented DVDs from Blockbuster. But by and large, I spent a lot of time, many hours, many days in deep contemplation, reflecting on my thinking, thinking about thinking, looking at my beliefs and how I was thinking, the processes I was utilizing, the patterns of behavior that had been ingrained in my persona for so many years, so many years. And and I took a look at the ones that were working and the ones that were not working. And I set about to extinguish those behaviors that were not in alignment with who I wanted to be or in alignment with the person I was choosing to be. I was really analyzing every aspect of my life. Now, while in talking about this, it sounds rather romantic, uh, at the time, it was quite uncomfortable emotionally. I liken it to what people have called the dark night of the soul. And from my perspective, the dark night of the soul, that passage from who you were to who you're going to be, is usually a result of you realizing that the reality that you had been living in, for one reason or another, it could have been a breakup, it could have been a job loss, it could have been something happened in your life that suddenly you question everything. You're unsure of who you are. You're unsure of how the world works. And there is a profound wondering whether or not you'll ever get through it, ever figure it out, or ever see the light on the other side of it. And as I'm talking here, I'm trying to figure out why am I talking about this? Why am I recounting this sort of intuitively? What was the compulsion And I think it's to acknowledge that there are some of you that might be listening that might feel lost at the moment, that you may feel like your life is a mess. And I'm here to tell you that no matter how bad it is, it will get better. No matter what you're going through, if you're still breathing, you can reach out for a better tomorrow. If only incrementally, step by step, moment by moment, things will get better, things do get better believe me. And all it requires is the willingness to be open to a better future. And it just popped in my head, something that I gained a lot of solace in during that time was going for long walks. Now, I went for walks longer than most people. Um, I actually had a course where I could go one mile, two miles, three miles, five miles, depending on my mood, up to eight and 10 miles. Now, to walk 10 miles takes a couple hours But there is a great deal of reflection. There's a great deal of thinking that goes on inside of that. And one of the things that made all the difference during those walks is me walking with confidence, acting as if I was unstoppable. There is a certain pace, a certain cadence in your walking that is in alignment with being confident, of being a person that is walking into tomorrow. You see, right now, is your point of power. It's your ability to create your future. From this moment forward, the past does not inform the future unless you allow it to. Now, I must admit that wasn't the first time that I recreated myself, redesigned myself. The first time was in my teens, then again when I was 28, and 
personal growth is with a period of growth and then a plateau with acclimation and then another period of growth. Sometimes there's a a little mini revolution that you have to create with yourself to shake things up or life shakes things up. You improvise, adapt, and overcome as you move into tomorrow. So if that's the first reason, the second reason, I guess, is to give you some insight as to the inner workings of my life, my past, what I've been through, and how I think about things. I can say without a doubt that given my past, given the the byways, the detours, and the missteps, the misdirection, and the learning and self-reflection throughout it all has made me a phenomenal coach. There's nothing that I haven't been through in one form or another. There's no mistake that I haven't made. There's no transgression that I have not committed. Yet with all that, today I have a keen sense of honor and respect for other people. I have a commitment to integrity of walking my talk. And it all sits on the foundation of love, of an unconditional love for my fellow man. And is actually, I hope, that it is imbued inside this podcast, imbued in my teachings. And also at this point in my life, I have a profound sense of confidence in my ability to be a change agent, to be a transformative force for good. I get and I understand my value. And as a consequence, I have a certain amount of freedom in the fact that I don't require your acceptance of me to feel good about myself. I'm comfortable in my own skin, and frankly, that did not happen overnight. Even yet, I am at that stage where I'm reassessing where I want to go, who am I today, because I want to, and I am, leveling up my life, leveling up my contribution to the world. My relationships are profound and deep. In fact, in the in the next couple of days, I'm going to be celebrating my anniversary with my lovely wife, Kimberly. Now, it's only our second wedding anniversary, but we've been together for 12 years. And even after 12 years, we actually enjoy a deeper level of commitment, a deeper level of intimacy than we ever have. You see, if you make it a priority, life can get just better and better and better. And so as you're listening to the sound of my voice, I'm sending you a blessing to bless the broken road that led you to this point in your life. Because no matter what stage of life you're in, you can be born anew, brand new, recreate your life from this moment forward, or simply enhance what's already working in a way where things just get better and better and better. This is Daniel Danovi, suggesting you follow your bliss and live the epic life. Thank you.